Hi, everyone. On this sunny summer afternoon, it is June 30th, 2022. And as you know, this is Natalie Pace. Thanks for joining me for my Hot Countries webinar. So we'll be discussing which countries were hot last year, but not this year, which countries are hot this year, and of course, a bonus one that might not be on your radar. We're getting started momentarily, so stick around. Okay, so I wanna start with, I think the most important thing, which is that the US is much closer to a recession than most people are aware. So let me um, show you a chart and I'll tell you what it means. So the first thing I wanted to show you is that we, um, we experienced a contraction in the first quarter of 1.6%. So the economy went down. Now, we're going to get our second quarter results, the advanced results on July 28th at 8.30 a.m. Eastern. If that is a contraction, we're in a recession. Now, you might say, well, why, isn't, why aren't people warning of this and all that sort of thing? Well, economists rarely go on the re record forecasting a recession. They change their language. So we have heard Jerome Powell say, that a soft landing, uh, he doesn't mention the word recession anymore. A soft landing is supposed to mean that you raise interest rates without a recession. Now what he's saying is that um, there's gonna be pain involved and we wanna keep the labor market strong. So he doesn't make mention of what the, you know, the basic definition of a soft landing is. So it's pretty important that you know uh, what's going on, because if you wait for the headlines, it's too late. Now, what they have done is they have revised our GDP way down. Every time in every meeting, interest rates get hiked and the GDP expectations get lowered. So the most recent one from the Federal Reserve was they said, okay, we think the economy can grow at about 1.7% this year. So that's, um, that's not a lot, but that would avoid a recession. And that is possible. However, former Treasury Secretary um, Lawrence Summers thinks it's a dis, you know, distant possibility. He says that a recession is almost inevitable over the next two years and sooner rather than later. Of course, we'll know whether or not we're in it right now on July 28th. So what can you do about it? I think the most important thing is to make sure that you have a percent equal to your age safe, that you're overweighting safe due to the fact that there could be a recession this year. Many people are saying it, not just me. And that protects you a lot. So as an example, if you're 50 and you're overweighting 20% safe, then you only have 30% at risk in the stock market. If that goes down by 20%, which it has, then you should only lose about 6%, not 20. So if your losses right now are more than 6%, that's a red flag that your plan is not going to protect you well. And that's an important thing to know because the dot-com recession, uh, stocks lost in the NASDAQ up to 78%. Seven, that's 80%. So if you had a million bucks, it went down to you know, um, 220,000, right? That's a pretty, you know, steep thing. And it took 15 years to crawl back to even. You might say, oh, well, uh, things came back after the Great Recession. 
Yeah, it took about seven years and stocks fell by 55% the Great Recession. So you, especially as you get closer to retirement, you don't want to ride a Wall Street roller coaster where you have to use the bull markets to crawl back to even. Now, a lot of people are saying, oh, well, I lost a little bit, but now it'll take only three or four years to make it back. Well, that's not our history in 21st century recessions. So the sooner that you get safe, the better. Um, and don't think, oh, well, I can't change, make changes now because I'll just be selling low because the losses right now are about 20%. Again, your portfolio should have only lost 6% if it was well-designed if you're uh, 50 or over. Um, but the potential for losses in 21st century recessions is over half. So protecting yourself now could actually be saving a lot of your assets. Also, you need to know what's safe because in today's world, bonds are losing money. So that's not safe to lose money on the bond side too. So again, we, that's why we spend one full day on it at the Investor Educational Retreat. The next one is in October. If you register by July 15th, you get the best price, but you're also gonna get a four-part webinar that you can start now to protect yourself. So that talks about what's safe, talks about equities, Talk, even talks about how to prepare yourself better in your budget for inflation. So do consider that. Go to nataliepace.com, click on the flyer. Uh, it's very easy to do. Um, again, if you have more than 6% 6 losses, you owe it to yourself to learn the life math and learn what a healthy nest egg looks like now. So again, all I did was go to nataliepace.com. I scrolled down until I saw the retreat flyer, and then I just click on it. And it tells you how to register. It tells you how much it costs. It gives you testimonials. And it tells you the 15 plus things you're going to learn and learn how to implement at the retreat. So back to now, um, you know, some of the hot industries, because one of the other things that you want to do is on the at-risk side, you want to be diversified. And if there are countries that are going to do better than the U.S., maybe you want to have a slice of that country in there. We have seen that various countries, some countries pay a higher dividend or a higher yield. Um, other countries are just gonna have better growth prospects and are, have been keeping more buoyant than you know, the US stocks. So what are those countries? Let's take a look at a few. So I'm going to be updating the ABCs of money um, because I all, you know, have to do whenever something significant happens. But as you can see here, the countries with the strongest growth projections that also have good low GDP to debt and other things going for them would be Colombia, Indonesia, Ireland, Australia, China, the UK, Peru and potentially Chile. Now the United States is gonna have slow GDP growth. Of course, we are one, you know, we're one of the strongest uh, economies in the world. So is China. And, um, you know, so having US equities or having Canadian equities, if you're in Canada or Swedish equities, if you're in Sweden, that's fine, but maybe consider these other areas as well. Now, all of those countries have different strengths going for them. So you're probably aware that gasoline prices are at an all-time high and natural gas price prices are pretty lofty and energy prices are going up. So there are countries that are gonna benefit from that. 
And two of those countries are Colombia and Indonesia. So I'm not gonna take you through the entire blog, but I do want you to go to nataliepace.com and click on um, nataliepace.com forward slash blog. And if you scroll down, you'll find this blog. So it's the second most recent blog. And this is about Colombia and Indonesia and their, uh, you know, what are their strengths? Now, in addition to oil and gas, which both Indonesia and Colombia have, uh, Indonesia also is the top producer of nickel and nickel is used in electric vehicles and all kinds of things. It's a rare earth mineral. So this is something that will benefit Indonesia as well. So having a slice of Indonesia, it's a smaller country. So I consider it a small or a mid also gives you um, access to some of the other things that might remain more buoyant, like um, you know, maybe that particular um, ETF that you select might have more consumer staples or it might have more utilities in it than um, a lot of the you know, US uh, ETFs do at this time. So that's something to consider and Colombia as well. So Colombia is also benefiting a little bit from a lot of the cannabis companies in Canada are doing deals with Colombia because it's a good growth environment. So also I wanna talk a little bit about, um, you know, look, you can also have hot slices, right? So if you think that utilities or consumer staples are gonna remain more buoyant, maybe one of your hot slices is a utility exchange traded fund or a consumer staples exchange traded fund. That's another strategy. You know, first keep a percent equal to your age safe, Overweight safe because of the potential of a recession. I'm, uh, our sample pie charts have 20% overweighted safe. And then you have to diversify and you have room for some things that could remain more buoyant in a recession or even go up if people start losing faith in the economy or in the dollar or if stocks keep heading south. Um, silver could be another strategy or buying some your favorite cryptocurrency at a low price. Now, I also want to talk about copper because copper prices were at an all-time high just a few months ago, and now they've entered a bear market, but they're still pretty high. That has impacted the two top copper-producing countries, which happen to be Peru and Chile. So Chile's number one, Peru's number two. Now, Chile is only expected to have 1.5% GDP growth, and that's dangerously close to a recession. Peru is expected to have a slightly higher GDP growth. So this is something to consider is that uh, copper prices are um, lower and that might affect, in fact, we've seen that it's absolutely brought down companies like Freeport, McMoran, and I do talk about that. So be sure to read this one, which is the most recent blog. Like if you go to nataliepace.com forward slash blog, you're going to learn more about Ch Peru and Chile, as well as Freeport McMoran and uh, McEwen Mining, which has McEwen Copper now. So these are this is definitely something that you should be considering is adding a little diversity. Now, because copper prices, they can get drugged down in a recession because People stop spent buying things. So that affects, you know, like electric vehicles, copper is used. Copper is like a very good conductor 
Um, so it's used in almost all of our electronic devices. And as we move towards a cleaner, greener world, Goldman Sachs is calling copper the new oil. So it could be in, it should be in very high demand and an emerging world. But in a contraction, initially, people may stop buying, businesses may stop investing. And so copper prices can go down. They just have a very rapid recovery. So that is something to remember is that you might see more volatility in your Peru or your Chile. So you might wanna underweight those right now, but be ready to lean into them for next year. Okay, so we talked about uh, Colombia, Indonesia, and we also talked about uh, Chile and Peru. Now, two other countries that were on that list, Australia, let's start there first. Australia has a lot of natural resources. It has oil and gas, it has iron, it has copper, it has nickel. So this is a country that can be um, very buoyant as well. It, again, it can get drugged down, but because of the amount of natural resources, once the recovery starts and when people, once people start buying things again and um, businesses start investing again, it has a much more rapid recovery. So as an example, in 2009, our hot slices were Australia, Latin America, and Chile. And Chile went from like uh, 25 to 80. Australia, more, you know, almost tripled as well. And uh, Latin America was definitely a big performer. And I know it more than doubled. I just don't remember if it was triple or quadruple. So these are, you know, things to bear in mind. But remember that there can be volatility in the near term. And your best protection against volatility isn't trying to market time and trying to say, okay, I'm gonna get rid of all my equities. It's more to overweight safe so that you're limiting the amount that you have at risk. All right, uh, I wanna take us back to the hot countries list because Ireland is on there and so is China. So let's take a quick look at that. So China is still expected to have GDP growth of 3.3%. That's not outstanding, but it's still not too bad. Um, and of course, um, where's Ireland? Ireland is up there with Colombia and Indonesia. Now, Ireland is interesting because it had 13% GDP growth last year, and it's expected to be one of the strongest in the world this year, much less than last year, but still very strong. It's still benefiting from being a bit of a tax haven for the multinationals. So a lot of the big multinational companies, Apple, Google, other companies as well, their European profits are parked in Ireland because it's kind of a tax safe haven. And I know a lot of people in New York, financial professionals that are investing in Ireland. So that's just something I think might be a good, and it's a very small country. So again, on your small caps, because you do want to have small, medium, large value and growth, and then four hots, you might consider an Ireland ETF. Okay, so we've talked about the hot countries. Uh, we've talked about copper prices being in a bear and that they can get drugged down, but they tend to recover very fast. Um, there's one last thing I wanted to talk about, and that's the prices of US equity versus Chinese equities. So I wanna show you um, a Chinese stock report card. And you're gonna see here that China has slowed down a little bit so with the exception of clean energy. So Daquo is a silicon provider 
And wow, is their sales crazy high, right? And look at that price earnings ratio. It's just so rare to have that low of a PE with that high of uh, GDP growth, I mean, sales growth. But the other ones, they're still pretty good, but you can see that some of them have gotten, um, you know, really mitigated. So like Tencent is pretty lower. Uh, Alibaba did see 9% growth and for such a large company, that's not bad. So, but the interesting thing here is that the price earnings ratio, especially the forward PEs on these Chinese companies are just so much better than the US ones. So if we look at the FANG stock report curve, which I think I have right behind, you can see that Amazon's forward PE is um, 59. Its current PE is even crazy high. So hold on, let me pull that one up for you. And that just means that it's expensive, right? So the current PE is 53, sorry. The forward PE for Amazon is about 139. So the Chinese stocks have been really destroyed largely due to headlines saying, oh, well, we're gonna start delisting Chinese companies, that sort of thing. So you could think about having a slice of China. And the good news about uh, that is that you actually are, if you start buying it now, that you're actually buying those at a much better price than their American uh, equities are still very, very, very expensive. Let me show you one other chart that shows you just how expensive American equities are. And this is Warren Buffett's favorite valuation tool. So he does the whole stock market compared to our gross domestic product. And as you can see here, equity prices are crazy high. So they were high before the dot-com recession, they were high before the great recession, and they're just kind of outlandishly high now. So. That's another reason to want to get safe now because both of those other recessions when stock equities were very lofty price, that's when we saw those great and grave crashes. In fact, in the pandemic, you know, we had lost 38% in the S&P 500 in a blink of an eye in about a month. Now, you might say, oh, well, you know, stocks came back and they did, but that was a very abnormal situation. We can't print up another $5 trillion and give everybody cash. In fact, we're doing the opposite. We're doing what's called tightening money policy. So it was a loose money policy. Everybody gets money and everybody wants to spend. And now it's tightening and people are actually having to dig into their savings. So this is just important. And the themes are this. Keep a percent equal to your age safe. Overweight safe, if you wish. I am the sample pie charts, overweighting 20% safe. And then diversify your at-risk section and consider having some hot countries in there as well. Um, again, this is an update on those hot countries. I would actually be underweighting Chile and Peru, maybe not getting rid of them altogether because they should have a better 2023. And then um, maybe leaning a little bit more into Colombia, Indonesia, Australia, um, Ireland, maybe China, and uh, thinking about some of these other countries as well as both diversification, maybe even lower prices, maybe even higher yield. Now, of course, you still need to know what's safe in a world, in a debt world where bonds are losing money. I have had webinars and podcasts on that as well. Here's where you can find them. All you have to do is go to nataliepace.com 
And you'll see that there's a podcast link. So go to that and then just scroll down. So why are bonds losing money? You're gonna learn a lot about that. Are we already in a recession? That could be uh, something to learn about as well. Um, you can see here, uh, is your conservative wealth plan safe? You might've been told that it is, but is it? And then also the recession and bond warning. Now, I also have those same exact topics in our webinars on youtube.com forward slash Natalie Pace. So again, all you have to do to get to that page, I mean, you could always enter it in your URL, but on nataliepace.com, just click on my face right there and it'll take you over there. All right, so thank you for joining me today. And if you have any questions, email our office at info at nataliepace.com or call us at 310-430-2397. Um, if you'd like to join us for our next investor educational retreat, again, it is in October. So that's when you're gonna learn the whole kahuna. But in the meantime, you're gonna have a four-part free webinar once you register for it that you can get started on now. Now, also, if you need help, like you wanna understand what you own, then get a second opinion from me. If you have hundreds of thousands in your retirement plan, you don't wanna watch that get cut in half, okay? Some people have millions, we have clients that have tens of millions. So call us up and get our help. We can tell you what you own. I don't sell financial products. I have no incentive to try to sell you into something, okay? I only want to let you know exactly what you own, exactly what's at risk, the safer stuff, how you could get a little bit safer, and then you're the boss of your money and you have a blueprint of how you can get there. One last tip, it's not a lot of money that you can put here, but we actually have in the USI bonds, there is a 9.62% I bond going on right now. You can get it at treasurydirect.gov. Look for the series of I savings bonds. This is something, again, it's not guaranteed forever, but it is guaranteed for six months. The fixed rate is zero, and the other part of it is that it goes with inflation. So if inflation stays high, then it could remain pretty high. Um, you have to hold that bond for at least a year. And if you end it before five years, then you give up three months worth of interest. So just factor that in. Like you, you can't sell it before a year, and you're supposed to hold it for five years. But if for whatever reason you decide to cash it in before that five-year period, just make sure that you're aware of that three-month penalty on there, on the only on the interest, not on your principal. Okay, so thanks again for joining me. Um, I'll see you at the next webinar, the next free webinar. Uh, do follow me on social media because I do daily money tips. So again, all you have to do to get that is simply go to nataliepace.com and you can see all of the links. There's for Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, LinkedIn, the podcast, YouTube, right there. Also, I have the Twitter feed on the homepage. So whether you're interested in you know, uh, blogs that I've just put up, um, with links to them. I always put links to them or other money tips that's going on uh, with links to where you can learn more about it. All right, lots of information there. So even if you're not on Twitter, you can follow that Twitter feed to make sure that you're updated. I don't send out an email every time I update it because I do money tips daily and I'm not, I'm not gonna inundate you with emails that often.
Okay, thank you again for joining me. I'll see you next time. Have a lovely summer. I know it's a challenging one. You're gonna feel a lot better on holiday if you've protected your wealth. So now's the time to do that. Thanks again.